everybody, this is uh, the Ham Palace Commodore 64 edition. I promised uh, I'd give you my uh, my C64 uh, podcast. Here it is. Might be the first of a few. This might just want this might be a one shot. I just I don't know right now. All I know is that I have Top Gun on my screen. Um, you heard some of that groovy music. Uh, I got a special guest star um, calling in to play it with me on the other on the other line there, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, that that special guest star is uh, Mr. Tom Cruise, and uh, I was able to negotiate a little bit, and uh, you know, as promotion for his next Top Gun movie, um, he agreed to. Uh, you know, to play a game with me and talk about it. And uh, here I am. But let me set this up for you. Uh, I, I believe the year, definitely mid-80s. Could have been 85 or 86. Heck, could have even been 87, for all I know. I got the Commodore 64 computer. Commodore 64 slash 128. With an Okadata printer. Um... Don't ask me what number Okadata that was. All I know is it took those sheets of paper with the holes on the sides and the lined uh, blue and white paper. Um, yeah, so I got that computer, and, man, I was a happy camper from day one. Um, setting it up. In my room, in my room, a Commodore 64 slash 128 in my bedroom. I was a lucky kid. Uh, this is this predates Nintendo. This is before Nintendo uh, came out. And, um, yeah, I really liked it. I really liked it. I enjoyed uh, turning the monitor on, the keyboard, and the sounds that the computer made, the kind of a gentrant. Kind of turning on, loading sound. Uh, had a disk drive, a separate disk drive. Um, so many cool games. My stepdad would bring down, uh, or bring a bunch of bootleg game from games from work that he'd get from who knows where, from his buddies somehow, and they'd exchange games. Oh, it was it was, it was an amazing golden age, golden heyday. Or just unique, independent games being made back then. And, um, well, Top Gun was probably one of the first first of uh, the five or ten games that we actually bought in the store. Um, I think we either went to Kmart or Toys R Us or one of those. And they'd, they had like a little spinner rack. And uh, they had the, the games on there. And I would just be in awe of these different interesting uh, official games everything from fantasy and uh, shoot 'em ups um, to side scrollers I mean arcade like games there's one game I wish I could find I wish I could fully remember the name but it was a great shooter it was a lot like centipede and at the bottom you would shoot you know, and they had kind of like uh, 
mushroom type things or things in the field that you had to shoot through but and there's little things going through but and you had to shoot at those i forgot it had the weirdest and funniest sounds at the other end of this of the black screen was in white outline was this bee and this bee would come buzzing around and then this big fat bee and it would go and it'd be dropping all these little bees off shooting at you and if you shot all the way but to the end and got the bee it would make this weird sound it would go or Bum, 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 and it like jump away, bounce away. Well, actually, that was a sound I made actually when I died, but the bee made a similar sound. It would and you do just make some weird animation. But when I got shot, I would start to bounce away. It was weird. It was a weird, wacky, neat shoot 'em up. I want to say Dragon Fire or one of those games. Uh, I'm going to have to search c64.com, um, which is an amazing website that has a lot of games on there, um, keeping them alive for you to download to your computer. This here, um, this here Top Gun, uh, maybe I'll post uh, some pictures or a YouTube link on, on, my, uh, on my Ham Palace page. Um, yeah, in the description, I think I might do that. Kind of giving you, showcasing some of the the videos and the screenshots. What I'm looking at is a black uh, black screen with the Top Gun logo, red, white, and blue. And uh, player one, life's two. Player two, life's one. So, um, this game, Top Gun, it's got some amazing music in it. Uh not you know no Kenny Loggins here, but um, they kind of did their own thing. Um, mostly a black screen. I'm looking at you can play against the computer or you can play against each other, which was always fun. You could it, it's a total black screen, and on one side it's a green outline um, of the the crosshairs, and is a horizon line. And you can go up and down in elevation. Elevation determined by numbers up top. And uh, the the person next to you, it's split off into two sections. The second player is to the right of you, split off by a wall. And you can see his elevation number. Now, most of the time you're hunting for each other against a black screen. Looking for the outline of a green plane. And you're looking at his your, his numbers. He's looking at your numbers, hopefully, to find each other so you can shoot each other. Uh, then the joystick or, or the gem stick, the black gem stick I used to have that used to break all the time. I used to constantly have to buy a whole bunch of them. Um, you know, you go up, down, and then you just hit that big yellow button and shoot away with your machine gun. And the whole screen would flash in the borders. And... Uh, and that's how you know you're hitting the other person. Um, one of these keys on here, I'm trying to remember, was, uh, oh, what is it? For your missiles, a homing missile that you could lock on. And uh, before I, I, I go on, I'm going to call uh, uh, Mr. Tom Cruise and uh, have him play a game with me and, and kind of uh, talk about 
his thoughts in this game. So uh, here we go. I'm going to start it up soon. Get this. I have to keep the music down, or actually, I have to play it in the background somehow as we play. It's a lovely music here. Since I'm calling. Man, he's taking a while to answer the phone. Hello. Hello, is this hello? Yeah, this is uh this is Hambo. Uh uh Tom. Uh I just wanna say I'm a huge fan. I'm sure every I'm sure no one's told you ever told you that, but I'm a huge fan, and uh, I love most of your movies, and uh, <laughs> just most. Yeah, well, you know, there's a couple. That, you know. Well, I love The Color of Money. I love, uh, you know, Far and Away, uh, Top Gun, uh, Mission Impossible, uh, 1, 2, 3. Didn't like Ghost Protocol that much. Kind of a silly villain. Not much of a villain in that one. Excuse me. You invite me on your show, and you tell me you don't like Ghost Protocol. Yeah, well, you know, could have tried harder, you know. Uh, that that whole scene with the car falling to the ground was, uh, you know, and, and then you survived it by the airbag at the last minute. You know, uh, a little, that was a uh, suspension of disbelief was a little... <laughs> Did you not see that? I mean, I... Look, I performed that stunt several times. Jeez, you, that's incredible. You were actually in that car when it fell. No, but uh, I performed in my mind enough. Oh, oh, okay, well, huh. Well, uh, Tom, uh, um, you got the uh, Top Gun, uh, you got your, your C-64 linked up uh, at home, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Alright, well, okay. Make sure your joystick's working. Uh, look, pal, my joystick's working just fine. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I hope you're ready. We're going to get into this here. And one, two, three. What am I doing? Wait, wait, wait. Go. Too late. Go. It's uh, amazing music. Okay. Can I find you, Tom? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you, Mav? Oh, I see you. See that sound? That's the sound of the machine guns right there. I don't know if you guys can hear that. <laughs> You'll never get me. I think I'm just blowing you away right now. Ooh, 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 Tom, you almost got me. Gonna hit the brakes? You'll fly right by me. Uh-huh, we'll see about that. We shall see. I see you. I see you. See you in the green. I'm gonna match your number. 
Uh-huh. I'm gonna get the heck away from you. Oh, I see you, I see you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm ascending. I'm ascending. No, I'm descending. I'm gonna get you, Tom. I'm gonna get you. Uh oh. I think you got me, Tom. <laughs> of course. How could I not get you, Hambo? What kind of name is Hambo? Alright, here we go. Let's try it again. <laughs> if I just lock the missiles on you. Okay, 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 okay. Such realistic effects here, Tom. I, I, I see you. I see you. Uh, 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 uh. You better get out of the way. You better get out of the way. Oh, oh, shoot! I can't get. Dang it! <laughs> Winner, <laughs> player two. Well, look, it's been like, uh, you know, twenty years, Tom, trying to get. You know, to come back isn't easy here. <laughs> you know, uh... Third time's charm. <sighs> One more time. Round three, here we go. Well, actually, oh, okay. All right, Tom, your ass is mine this time. See, the whole horizontal line can spin around and gets a little confusing, so you really have to pay attention to the numbers. Let's see here. Yeah, climbing, climbing, climbing. Dang it. Once you get in that little crosshairs, it gets tough. I gotta try to do the missile. What button was for the missile? Not space. Oh. I just changed my crosshair into a square. Yep. And see, the problem is, once you're in that crosshair, you just get that <laughs> means you just, ex you exploded, he's got you. And your, your plane just disappears in the crosshairs if you don't move it. And you get exploded. <laughs> exploded. Right. <sighs> one more one more time. Give me one more. I really want to learn how to do that missile again. It's been too long. Oh, one more thing. If you descend too much, you can descend right into the ground and crash. radar on both the bottoms of the screen with the plane and a flickering dot 
to show you what what side he's on. I'm descending, I need to ascend. Ascending. Ah! I don't see him. He's right on top of me. You're right on top of me, Mav. Ooh. Yeah, it gets a little tricky here. Dang it. <laughs> it is kind of fun. Trying to find each other on here. Oh, no. Okay, I'm not gonna do the missiles. I'm sticking to my machine guns, Tom. You can stick to whatever you want. Okay, I'm top gun. Kind of straight. Ends up with someone. Not playing this game right. Tom. Gotcha. Gotcha, Mav. Jester's coming at you. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. <sighs> Winner. Player two, Tom Cruise. <laughs> See, Hambo, you, uh, Totally, uh, underestimated me. Underestimated. Say it again. Underestimate. I can't say it. <laughs> you totally underestimate. <laughs> Just go ahead and say it again. You totally underestimated me. Very good. That's how you say the word. Yes, uh, I sure did. You gotta give me a break. It's been like 20 years, Tom. Um, well, thanks for playing with me. It's been a nostalgic, uh, humiliating trip down uh, back to the 80s. And uh, maybe I'll have you back on to uh, discuss uh, that terrible mummy movie you, you did. Uh, with the female uh, mummy, it's not scary. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Till uh, till we talk again, Hambo. It's been it's been real. <laughs> All right, Tom. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Mr. Tom Cruise, and uh, so many memories come back with this game. I, you know, there is an option on here where you can lock the missile onto somebody and blow them away. Um. I just gotta get used to playing this again. But, uh, yeah, I, I spent a good amount of time, you know, some hours playing this in the basement as well. We had it in the basement. And I think, uh, I think once the computer was in the basement, I was playing Nintendo on a TV in my room. 
than a Sega Genesis. Gosh, I, I, I'm really going back in my past here. <laughs> you know, it gets dangerous to look back in your past as much, and uh, I'm going into a time warp right now. Uh, yeah, I had the, the awesome, this awesome analog TV. We hit the little button on it. It added this whole neat filter to the screen to look at, make it look real smooth. And instead of super pixelated, it was all smooth. Oh man! Oh, God, I wish I remember what that what that was. But it was such a neat effect, and I'm so blown away by it when I was a kid. When I, whether I was playing Nintendo or the Genesis on it, I mean to have altered beast in your room or whatever game, you know nintendo game that was pretty awesome but uh i'll just go through the rest of my games here that was top gun so you two gentlemen going to top gun well i'm definitely not but tom uh, tom did in the movie <laughs> so i'm looking at the other ones and i'm gonna probably come back to some of these others uh, you got, oh, Congo Bongo. In, the, in this game, it's pretty much a, you're a safari man, and you have to go get your ape somehow. The ape has stolen something, or he's he has his uh, fire. He's sitting over by the fire, so you have to jump over these little... <clears throat> rivers and waterfalls and there's these little monkeys and if these monkeys get on your back well you die because you have to shake them off somehow and you jump around to have them shake you off it's a weird weird game and you jump over the waters and you, and you can climb you, you do this little climbing weird humping motion to get up the the stairs and uh for a while it took me forever just to figure out how to get past the first level and what you have to do, you just have to jump over everything in this weird labyrinth kind of way because it's in a 3D kind of uh, formation. And, uh, you know, you jump over and eventually you jump up to the uh, the ape or the monk, yeah, the gorilla. And he's throwing barrels at you too, or co no, coconuts that you have to avoid. And you have to get to him and you, you touch the guy and you get to the next level. The next level is a big river. And it's, you have to jump on an iceberg to get to the piece of land in the middle, then jump onto the uh, back of an alligator. It's very similar to another game called The Human Race. That's a whole podcast in itself, The Human Race. But anyway, you get to the other side, and there he is. He's chilling on that You know, the grill is chilling out by the fire. And uh, there you go. You go on to the next level. And there's just a lot of kind of abstract, fun, interesting games that uh, I would play. And it, it, there was a lot of wonder to it. Um, there's a game called Algebra Dragons. Algebra Dragons, where I was terrible at math. And I didn't know how to do any of this. Um, you, had to, you had to solve the math algebra problems in order to get to the next room and eventually get to the Algebra Dragon. But I could eventually figure it out you know, the uh, the multiplication symbol and the division symbol. 
and I could do easy ones like that and kind of do educated guesses. And once, and you know, it was just room after room of like these three doors that you'd go in. And sometimes the doors would have a pile of gold on the ground, which was cool. And then other times there's a spider that would, that would come running at you. And if it bit your leg, you died. So if you go in a room and you suddenly see the spider like like running at you, it scared the crap out of you, so you had to take off. It was a neat, fun little educational game. They don't make educational games like that. And, uh, you know, here I was, you know, uh, seven, seven or eight years old playing a game uh, with algebra in it. And, uh, yeah, I would barely conquer transitional math at that point. <laughs> Let's see. Whew, there's a lot of games. Let's see. We got uh, we got Ghostbusters. Um, that's a whole ball of wax. You got Ghostbusters two, um, which I never played on the original. But Ghostbusters is a whole awesome game. That uh, you know, Angry Video and Game Nerd went into a little bit. But this is a the Commodore is into a, a category of all of all its own. Um, Let's see, what else can I talk about? Oh, Battle Chess. I'll go into Battle Chess. Um, Battle Chess is a great game because it's a 3D game and all the pieces are animated. And so the Rook, if he took a pawn, he would animate into this, you know, thing. He looked like the thing from... Uh, from the Fantastic Four, and he would take the pawn and shove him into his mouth. Or um, the queen was like a sorceress, and she would do all these sorts of things with her magic wand uh, slash cane and transform players into like little ducks, and and she would vaporize the floor under under the knight. The knight had a sword and shield that he would decapitate people with. Um, there's a little throwback to um, the Holy Grail, where the, the the knight versus the knight would sever each other's arm and leg off, and one the other one would be jumping on one leg. Really neat, fun little animations. Of course, whenever you kind of get in that mode and attacked each other, it would be like a, a loading sound, and it would take like a few seconds for it to go into the burn, burn, the burn, burn. You know, and then it would go into the animation, but it was worth it. And uh, that's, that's, that's the thing. It kind of, it really taught you patience. I mean, I know still PlayStation games and all that load, but the loading felt very earned and very mechanic back then with these. Um, of course, there's Samantha Fox Strip Poker. I'm not going to go into that. Um, test Drive. Oh, I might do a whole episode on Test Drive. See, these, these make for good little mini-episodes. Um, the only things that you can't see, some of these. Oh, let's see. Scarabaeus. Scarabaeus, the Tomb Raider. Um, a game where you, you're a spaceman, or maybe a, a, a spaceman from Earth that comes to this... Egypt-like planet, or maybe it's Earth, and you go into a tomb, and uh, 
and the basement, it's a whole labyrinth uh, full of ghosts. And you go into the ghosts, uh, and you have to go and find these little puzzles into the parts of the wall before the ghost comes and stings you in the back. So you you either have to be looking for the ghost. Actually, I think the first level is all about finding the ghosts, and you have to capture them. Each ghost you get is a piece of a puzzle. So you're hunting these ghosts down. And uh, every time you do, though, they take a little bit of energy away. So you have to do it in kind of a weird way um, to where you don't die. And the second, because, oh, yeah, this is the reason. I think the thing is that you run out of air because you're in a tomb. And there's no atmosphere or very little oxygen. So, yeah, there, you go into the second room and there's a bunch of like these weird... They're supposed to be zombies, but they don't look like zombies at all. They look like these black pillars. Those things will kill you. Uh, and take a lot of energy away unless you can figure out how to, how to, uh, you know, uh, get the pieces from their lair in time before. And if you get out of their lair, they come back and they rest back inside that lair. You got the magic puzzle piece. And the, the one after that is even harder. And you have to figure out the, the puzzles and there's this weird music as you try to figure it out um yeah if I, I could pipe in the music somehow to that the music was excellent and uh it really made you uh nervous and uh, really made you think about what you're gonna do next and you're really on edge um i'm just gonna let's see some I'm, I'm i could spend like at least a half hour to an hour talking about each one Batman, Cape Crusader, uh, fun side-scroller puzzle Batman game. Uh, of course, Steve Keen. Um, this had like four or five discs that you had to put in, but it was a whole continuing storyline. So I'll probably have definitely have an episode on that whole thing. And you can decide what the, what the detective is going to say. He's like this young kind of hip uh, detective in a blue jacket and a blue tie. And you de determine what he says in the word balloon, and what he says in the word balloon tells you which direction you're going to go in in the game and which storyline you're going to follow. But they branch out into individual little arcade games uh, with little mini-bosses. It's so neat. Such a neat little game. Uh, definitely an 80s, mid-80s game. I think I remember going to the Marshall Mall. Uh, oh Gosh, memories to get to pick that up. And, uh, yeah, we're going back here, kids, with the memories. <laughs> it gets dangerous. Um, uh, movie monsters where you could play the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or Godzilla and trample a city and look for your little kid. Um, that was so neat. That was a bootleg game that uh, my buddy Wayne brought over. Um, on Pools of Radiance. That's a whole game in itself. Unfortunately, the, the C64 game, as much as I love it, um, doesn't quite work right. Because there's an, a number of discs that you have to put in. It doesn't always work. But man, I really like that game. We could really customize your guys. And they're pixelated dudes, but there's just something about customizing your guys back then that was so neat. In uh, the D&D &D world. 
Uh, let's see if I can get this going. Just because I want to get the bring the music up. C sixty four. And you needed a, a you needed a decoder, this wheel decoder, to uh, there's the boot disk. Just to get the game to to work, and so you had this paper archaic paper um, wheel within a wheel full with all these little codes on it, these little rune words, and uh, yeah, that was fun. And there's a little password, and you had to type in the password. And I think we're gonna end the podcast on this. <laughs>